We better figure out an intro soon because we're we're going. We're going. We're going with this. We're this going with here. Depending on how many people you shoot, the mouse himself came through and said, "You fired." They're probably more like priests. Hey, so we got distracted by other things, and you'll find that out shortly. But we forgot to say thank you for a thousand listens. So thank you. Yeah, thank you guys. I didn't know you fucking liked me that much or hate us enough to listen. Yes, that one. Thanks for listening, for hate listening. We appreciate it. And keep on hating us. Yeah, you can, there's more podcasts to follow. So listen to that, hate it, and then share it with other people. And we thank you for all your hate, and we love you. Love you. Bye. <laughs> oh, God, you can't put me on the spot here. I'm Tom. I'm Sam. I got a bail. You got a bail. He's my podcast buddy. But it's not a bale of hay. It's it, a bale of clay all because I made him out of clay all. Did you? That's what I say. I say bale, bale, bale. I made you out of clay all instead of dreidel. Yeah, yeah, I got that part. <clears throat> I'm making sure our fans might get that, how <laughs> retarded I am. You're very creative, Sam. What can I say? I, yeah, I guess. Just goes over people's heads. A lot. A lot of times I think it does. So how have you been doing, Thomas? I blame Alex. You blame Alex? I do. Yeah, it's Al- Alex out. from Split the Party, Alex? interesting yeah. i've been I, building pokemon decks oh no notice i said decks as in plural there's more than one there's multiples how many cards did you buy all right <clears throat> so from amazon i i picked up so you bought them from multiple places let's start there yes i did i did from amazon i i bought the fire deck from the current run of team up stuff so it has Charizard on it. And I was like, if I'm Charizard or Blastoise, I'm going to pick Charizard. So Good choice there. I have some background for that. Good choice there. Okay, okay. Uh, so I picked Charizard. So I had a fire deck. And then I bought three of the Elite boxes from Amazon. And what does that mean? So the Elite Trainer boxes have like damage dice in them. And then a big die for, I guess, deciding who goes first instead of flipping a coin i don't understand it i was gonna say i didn't and, even know dice were used in the game yeah it's i think it's i think the way they they phrase it is like it's like a coin it's like their coin flipping die it, i don't it doesn't make sense coin to me. flipping die I, I, one's 50 50 the other one is usually one out of six chance yes yes you go odds and evens i guess what else uh you get a couple markers you get like the poison marker and the uh, burn marker and then you get like a gx or gx team up marker depending on like what was available during those releases the run yeah yeah and then there's eight booster packs in each one okay so normally if you were to buy them at a store they're about 40 bucks i got them for anywhere from 28 to 32 dollars oh that's not horrible it's even like 10 dollars average yeah yeah it was really it was really good i was that's why i went with those and then because if you break it break it down it's like three dollars and some cents or so i forget what the the breakdown was you sent me a text at one point you're like i'm getting them for like three dollars and fifty cents a pack man did i okay yeah so there's that and uh i opened those all i got those on saturday and opened them all up and then i found like i got a fucking uh sweet coon gx I don't know that one. You should. It's from uh, Gold and Silver. I assume you play Gold Sweet and Silver. Coon? Sweet Coon. The water. Uh, it's the one of the, the three dogs. It's the water. A water oh, ice the one. Water do- okay. Water dog. Yeah. I know water dog. Yeah. It's water dog. Like a Sweet Coon. I was like, well, I could go get the water deck now and then I'd have water Pokemon to go with my Sweet Coon. That is true. <laughs> so uh, th- that background I was going to say is 
Uh, you've not been the only one who's taken the deep dive into Pokemon. Yes, Brian has, and also Bex has. <laughs> and Brian has been playing the decks, and he's found that the Charizard deck is OP as fuck. Most of the time, oh. um, he's beat Blastoise, even uh-huh. when he's gotten... Well, he, a lot of the times he's gotten lucky, he said, even other times he hasn't gotten lucky, and still beat the Blastoise deck, which shouldn't happen. No. Yeah, they should be probably uh-huh. kind of balanced, so if you don't get your right card pools blastoise isn't gonna be charizard mm-hmm. uh, charizard but charizard should not have the advantage over the blastoise deck and that's what it looks like yeah so i mean both of them have like the the playing cards so the the colorless ones yeah and charizard deck also has the female nidoran all the way up to nido queen oh and the ability on nido queen allows you to go into your deck and pull out an evolution so you can turn your charmander into a charmeleon and the next turn you can if you use it you can get the Char- charizard and evolve it again that's pretty boss and if you have you know multiple nidorans in your uh those nidoran sets in there and, and the, to use an ability, they can be on the bench to use that ability. Yes. So, uh, for example, you have your Charizard out just doing, was it, 130 damage, I think, for each turn. It takes, so its ability will make it take two damage. So, 20, uh, two damage counters on it, which means 20 out of its whatever health that it has. Then you get to go into your deck, pull out two energy cards, put them on your Charizard. Your Charizard then does 30 damage plus 50 for each energy that it discards and, and to use its attack you have to discard all of the energy so if you have more on there you'll discard more you'll do more damage but it's 50 per energy and you do that and you wipe the floor with the pokemon that's out front and uh, then eventually you get a needle queen and you can just pull out all the stuff from your needle queen swap out your needle queen and your charizard and then your needle queen has a move called power lariat that move for each evolution you have each pokemon you've had you have on your bench that has evolved and it doesn't matter if it's uh, evolved once or twice because it's going to be the same either way but as long as there's the pokemon are on there you add damage to the attack and I, I forget what the the thing is offhand but yeah it adds damage to the attack and you can just wipe again you can wipe the floor with anything with that with that pokemon <laughs> yeah it sounds like a little bit of op deck and because brian was saying it's not even just op against blastoise but that was what he thought was going to be the trump to that deck yeah. and it wasn't so it's kind of crazy that uh that that has occurred mm-hmm. and it looks like uh formula p there's a really long name but that that's the new pokemon league oh. that we are involved in now after <laughs> the uh first annual pokemon game all right so yeah uh we, i guess we're members of formula p and there's gonna be a new tournament well i guess not tournament but friends fun day okay coming up next month all right. Uh, I don't know the format, but I guess we'll find out on that. Because as long as it's not a build your own deck, I'll be involved. But uh, so if it, it is build be... your own deck, you're welcome to build off of the stuff that I have. <laughs> maybe, maybe. <laughs> I, I just I can't let myself go down the rabbit hole. I, uh, I, I've I've built a fire deck, fighting dark deck, an electric steel deck, and a water deck. Damn. And I still have enough to do like the the psychic and grass because i have a shit ton of both of those who doesn't love psychic but a lot some of those were built off of the fact that like i ended up at the poker draft that we did i got that tyranitar yep and then i in one of my packs i got a tyranitar so i had two tyranitars and a bunch of larvitars and i had a couple pupitars so i was like well yeah why not <laughs> i can build a deck around that you might as well do it uh and i had a, a bunch of fighting pokemon that i like too so it's you know it seemed like a good mix of things and then the electric deck was built out of the fact that in one of my packs i got an amphros a gx amphros oh. so then i was like 
cool. Now I just got to get a, I think I, I had Mareep, so I need a Flaffy, Flaffy, whatever. Flaffy. And uh, I signed up getting one of those, and so I was able to do that. And then, like I said, the water deck was built around the fact that I got this speaking GX. I couldn't just let it sit there. And now, Cyglyph GX card. To, it's, a, it's a psychic card. Okay. So I have a fucking GX card for a psychic deck, too. It's like, well, what the fuck? Well, now you just need to do something. I got a Mr. Mime for you if you want. <laughs> I, whatever you want to give me, I'll take it. <laughs> oh, I've, I've managed to come across some pretty good card. Haven't pulled a team-up card out of a deck, though. And I, I haven't decided to, to buy one outright. Because you can't. You can just go to the store and buy one of those tins and get a team-up card outright. I know that a couple of people have gone out to Pokemon or into stores to specifically look at the single cards to mm-hmm. see what there are there to buy. I don't know if I'm ever going to get to a point where I'm going to buy single cards. Like, I'm going to buy the, the decks and the booster packs because it's been fun so uh-huh. far. And hopefully I can build like learn to build an actual deck and make it competitive yeah because an actual deck is 60 cards what do you think we did 40 at alex's but you're also doing the draft so you didn't have quite the right amount of stuff to, to do a probably a full exactly deck. so yeah we did the 40 at alex's but yeah it's one of those things like i i agree i wouldn't go out and buy single cards because that already proves to me like this game is just like magic it's yeah. already been you can pay to win if right you want to like, do it you and, can pay and, to win and it's it's also not like i'm planning on taking any of these to a tournament right yeah. like if we take it to a tournament, it's a friend's tournament. So if I lose, I don't. It's not. It's exactly. not like I'm gonna get my ass beat and it's gonna make me cry. Like I'm like motherfucker, I lost. <laughs> yeah, I I just know. It, well, I don't know, but I have a feeling some people might want to power game it a little oh, I'm bit. Oh, I, 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 out of the people that 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 uh, we mutually know. I guarantee you there are people that are going to power game it. And to a certain extent, I probably will too. Oh. But I don't ever plan on being like, haha, this is going to be tournament ready. I can totally do this. Yeah, like, that's just, true. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. It's just one of those things where if I'm going to power game, I already got one game to power game and I'm going to power game my 40K. Right, and I'm right, throw right, right. on the table and I'm going to jump my orcs across the fucking table. And yeah, I, I, I really don't got too much of a strong game with Tao yet. But yeah. <laughs> I got the maybe, other two down. Maybe one day. Oh, yeah. So to finish that out, I got the stuff from Amazon and then I went to, to GameStop and Target to pick up the, the deck and some extra. Uh, booster packs so to, to round out that story of things that I, I managed to get so you did go to the multiple stores and you got your multiple little cards and you opened up each little pack and uh-huh. smelled uh-huh. all those new card smells uh-huh. apparently that's equivalent to crack for some people yeah yeah i guess it's something i well, didn't do it to me i was just there were there was the the endorphin rush of when i was like holy shit i got this card that i wasn't expecting all right or like a special version of a trainer card or something that I was like, oh, shit, that's rare. It's cool. Yeah, and that's the really cool part about, like, the opening a booster pack type deal. Just, yeah. I don't know what's going to be in here, and let's find out what it's going to be. It, it is cool. Again, this is one of those things. Like, I had, I, I opened up a booster pack like, from my initial set of stuff, and I had gotten um, Electrovire or whatever. It's it's Electabuzz's evolved form. Oh, okay. And I had him. And I was like, oh, that's cool. That's, you know, whatever. And then eventually, I was going through the the packs I had bought with the the that extra deck, the water deck. And I had got those packs. And I'm going through those. And I'm like, yes, I got an Electabuzz. <laughs> it's not a rare card. It's not like it was, <laughs> but it's what you needed. <laughs> Something I needed. That's how it goes. Sometimes you got to get excited for the little things in life. If you don't, then what's life worth? Right, right. Uh, so yeah, that was that was my my weekend, and it, it definitely helped because I had a shitty Friday. So. <laughs> It made made my weekend a little bit better. Always good. Always but yeah, that, that's good. where I was at. Now I just got to try out these decks that I built and find out if I royally fucked them up or not. Well, Pokemon's not been the only game that other people are getting so soaked into, sucked into. Yeah. Uh, Greg, one of the mutual buddies from the, the Split the Party podcast friend group, all the RPG gaming friends group, blah, blah, blah. 
he came over on Sunday and played some Kill Team with me and Alex. <laughs> and uh, after he was done, he's like, shit, I'm going to get into another hobby, aren't I? <laughs> he liked it. He enjoyed it. And afterwards, he was like, all right, so what other craziness am I going to have to deal with? Because he was like, all right, I know 40K is crazy and Kill Team's crazy and there's all these crazy rules. And then me and Alex thought about it. And we're like, shit, actually. You just dealt with all the craziness because Kill Team just has all the crazy rules worked into the main part of the game. Yeah. Like it, the rolling to see if you actually die after you actually got shot and got taken down to zero wound. That mechanic makes no goddamn sense, mm -hmm. but it was there. And then also I was playing Tau, so at one point all my guys were laying on the ground because their leadership sucks and <laughs> I had like five of my guys dead. And Greg had charged me with Eldar and he was like, wait, so you're laying on the ground, but technically how am i allowed to like walk away from you well rules as written you're still within that one inch so you're still within combat and so he saw the weirdness of well you're in combat so you can retreat but if you retreat you can't shoot and you can't charge again so yeah he saw all the weirdness of it and he still liked it mm -hmm. I, I think we got another person hooked I, I feel like we could we could totally hook brian if we brought him into kill team like do 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 the pokemon draft-esque deal where you get friends together he doesn't have to have a deck he doesn't have to have, have, have an army you have armies oh yeah and you just go what would you like to play? <laughs> he has shown interest, apparently, in playing Bolt Action. Okay. Which is a little... Because I would say Brian made a comment to me. He's like, the only reason I won't play 40K is because I know I'm going to get hooked. That's what he said to me. Oh. And, uh, and so it's <laughs> just one of those things like, can we do it? Can we, can we, can we put that seed in there and sprout it and get it to grow? <laughs> I have to say that 40K just is, it makes more sense for me to spend my money on a little plastic model that I can paint than a card that I just gave away hundreds of dollars worth of them because they aren't worth shit anymore to me. And in the game, they aren't either, apparently. Like, all my old cards are just too underpowered. Yeah, 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 it, yeah. If you're looking for for running them, yeah, they're 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 underpowered, and they're for the most part they're not legal in tournaments. I think, and and depending on how, I mean, you're probably as far back as Mike when I was collecting them originally. Yeah, exactly. And all of those, yeah, all the those, original first edition. Yeah, all of those are are not legal. Some of the there are some. Like mint condition, styles. you can get decent price for some. Oh of those, yeah, some of those, some of those will will go for apparently will go for a decent price depending on what you have. But most of them are going to be like here's ten cents. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like if you didn't put it in a a vacuum sealed sleeve the day you took it out yeah. and then put it inside of a vault, then it's not worth <laughs> eighty five dollars. Right. Yeah, but with all things, there's there's always these outliers where one or two of them are worth like a hundred thousand oh, dollars or some yeah. shit. But Good luck having one of those. But I can tell you the 40K models still from the 80s are still as valid today as they were back then. They just have less detail on them. And they still go for usually about the third of the price. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> that, that was one of those things like I was like, ah, with the 40K, it's nice because you build it and, and the last and other than buying new armies, you know, or like a new model comes out, which we'll talk about some new models later on. Oh, yeah. You know, when those come out, you, you, you put a little bit more into it. But with like Pokemon cards or magic cards, there's, oh, here's a new one. It's like every three three or four months, here's a new expansion to this. to the sun, Like we're in Sun and Moon. So here's a new expansion to the Sun and Moon saga. Yeah. And, and then uh, Sword and Shield are going to come out and they'll put out a new set of Pokemon cards to Sword and Shield. And it'll be Sword and Shield. Then it'll be Sword and Shield, whatever. And, and they'll keep putting these different add-ons to the titles. Exactly. And... And I don't mean to imply that anybody's wasting their money in any way, shape, or form. But it like, goes back to that idea that we've had before. If, if you're enjoying it, if you're using it, like if I if I play, that's what I told Alex. If I put money into this, I want to know that I'm going to use it. Oh yeah. So like if if I play, if I if you use my cards and we play together or whatever, like at least I'm getting use out of them, and so I can enjoy them. 
But if I, if they're just going to collect dust like my original collection, then I've wasted my money. No, exactly. And for me, though, like if I were to go out and buy all these booster packs and buy non-themed decks and try to build my own deck, I would feel like I've wasted some money because there would be probably dozens of cards that oh, I yeah. am never going to use. And mm-hmm. There is not one 40k unit that I have never used. There's aren't there's times where I'm like, well, that's not a viable unit to use, but you know what? I haven't used it in like three months. I'm about to put that on the table and we're going to have some more fun. Mm-hmm. So it's just one of those things. I just equate my money being better spent over at 40k. So I don't think I'm going to take this deep dive. I'll just buy a deck here and there. Mm-hmm. But it, it's, it's a valiant effort by all of you guys. Yes. And I, I'm very curious to see where <laughs> Formula P goes at this point. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Well, maybe, maybe we'll start like a third podcast between this. <laughs> the crew. there's a lot for you guys to talk about pokemon i mean you brian and bex could probably have a four or five hour just podcast about pokemon every day of the week <laughs> we'll see but yeah uh yes yeah, so i did that it's, it's been interesting we'll see what happens with that but i think i feel like now that i have an initial grouping of cards I, I don't know how much more I want to put in put in until I start doing something. Oh, yeah, until them. you start doing it and start <laughs> playing more, and then you get tired of those decks and yeah. so on. Yeah, like I said, we got uh, we got Greg in some 40k action with some kill team. He played uh, me playing my Tau and Alex playing my Space Marines as White Scars. And so I, I, I think Alex is hooked. He wants a Space Marine kill team. <laughs> I'm um, pretty sure he's more than hooked. And Greg likes Kill Team. He actually beat us. He destroyed my shooty line and he killed a couple of Alex's guys. I think like the final point count was like Greg had five kills. I had three kills and Alex had two. Because uh, we were playing just plain old shoot em up kill. Mm-hmm. Take how many models off of each team and then that's how many points you get. I had a classic horrible shooting everything (laughs) like literally ones and twos all across the goddamn fucking board all day long i had a nice gun line and like i'm telling my ranges and everything and putting them out there because greg's new he's never played any of this he's like wait you said that's fucking 30 you can shoot 30 inches that's this whole goddamn table we're on like that's the entire thing yeah and he's like that's that's fucking crazy and then he sees how I'm shooting. And he's like, ooh, oh, oh, man. Like, there was constantly, like, rolls where I'd got two twos, four ones, and three, and I needed fours to hit. That's just how it played out for me. So Greg's Eldar came in, wiped me out. I had Alex on my left. He came in with the white scars, and he was heckling me. He was blowing up my drones. And then at one point, Greg's like, well, everybody's shooting at the drone, so I guess I'm going to shoot at your drone, too. I don't know what it does, but Alex is doing it, so I'm going to do it. And I'm like, this is what you want to do, though. You're, you're following on good. And he picked everything up very tactically. He like, He's like, wait, so there's a special rule. I could do this, and I could spend my command points on that. So that would be good right here, right? Like, yeah. And then he was going to do something. you explain to him about the grenades in the fight phase, though? No, he, he doesn't have death guards. So oh, he doesn't okay. got to worry about grenades in the fight phase. It's only, it's only the plague guys you got to worry oh, about. Oh, yeah, only you diseased fuckers. And so he, at one point, he's like, okay, I have an idea here. And me and Alex are like, all right, you tell us your idea, but we also have an idea. And we're both like, he wants to throw a grenade. And he's like, I think I want to throw a grenade. What? Is there any benefit, though, because everybody's clustered? We're like, fuck yeah, he's already like picking out the good things. So... I think he's going to join in, maybe eventually join into our kill team league once we round Finish that it. out. Yeah. <laughs> and good, I, I have a feeling at some point we're just going to kill the kill team league and start fresh. It could be possible, <laughs> uh, especially if Greg joins in. And then also I found out he's played Blood Bowl on the computer, so he looks like he's going to join the League of Extraordinary Blood Bowl Noobs, <laughs> is what I am calling it. All right. Hopefully we can get that kicked off within the next couple of months or whatnot and have some Blood Bowl fun. So there's officially four of us signed up for that. Me... 
Alex, Evan, and Greg. I don't know if Alan's going to jump in. I don't know if you want to try it out. I think I'm going to spectate. All right. I think that's what, what my goal is for this round is to spectate. Spectate. And I think what I'm going to do is, since if it's only four of us, just be like, all right, once a month, we're going to have a come over to Sammy's house and we're going to play on the big 40K table and have two games side by side. That way I can help anybody out with anything because it's very much going to be, a, I'm going to play after everybody gets like up to speed, play hard. But I'm going to always tell people like, this is what you can do too. You can do that too. Just like when when you were teaching me how to play 40k. Yeah, it's pretty pretty. Or like when you were playing with with Greg, you know that idea of like he's new. Let's you know give him some help, but let him let him kind of make decisions on his own. Exactly, and especially like in Blood Bowl and things like that, and anything like that. If I'm doing that and I'm giving someone else better suggestions on what they were about to do, then it makes a harder game for me to play against. Also, right, and everybody learns. Mm -hmm. And then if like Alex and Evan are playing just next to me can quickly stop and be like oh wait you have a rules dispute or i could look over and be like i see something both of you can do i'm not going to tell you unless you want me to so get back to me if you want me to yeah and things like that and uh, i'm still new too so they could teach me something i don't know right right i mean uh when you have that type of an attitude it, it helps bring in other people to, to wanting to play so like me being a spectator and seeing something like that and like Okay, all right. I, and I start picking up rules and things that way. It makes me feel like, oh, okay, if I'm part of this, then I, I get to join in on these weird conversations or whatever. And so if you're having fun and you're not snapping at each other, then you know it, it, it makes other people want to join. Tom, you can be our Bloodweiser, babe. Mm, I could. You'll help people come off the sideline on a one plus. Uh, or a plus can, one. I, can I just can I be a referee? Can I just like... All, as long as you don't kick out my death roller and all bribes go in my favor. I, I mean... Are you going to bribe me? No, no, Are no, you, no. Then I don't know that I can help you. Oh. If we're talking bribes, you got to yeah, you send it my way. Yeah, I'm, I'm got, I got Pokemon cards. I got 40K. I mean, you got to... There's plenty you can bribe me with. I'll shave off some of that plastic crack for you. <laughs> just a little bit at the beginning of each game. <laughs> hey, Tom. Hey, Tom. I got a, I got a Chaos Marine for you. <laughs> just one. Just one. Now you can't... It's not a full squad, but it's, it's one. Yeah. You never know. You could eventually have a full squad. Yeah. <laughs> as long as you keep things coming my way, you don't know. <laughs> And then as soon as it gets to, I already gave you four <laughs> Marines and I hand you a cultist. <laughs> like, what, what the fuck's this? Where did the sergeant go? Uh, well, I, I haven't won my game yet. <laughs> I haven't won the playoffs yet, Tom. So you can get the sergeant once I win the playoffs. <laughs> There's a championship. I got an Abaddon for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't, I'm not dropping that much money for that bribe. <laughs> Actually, I don't know if they I come out with pricing for him yet. I think I that think comes out next week. I think it's set for pre-order, or like it's going to be coming out for pre-order. So yeah, uh, this coming I Saturday, that, I should say, not next week. I don't know the actual pricing on it, but yeah. <laughs> oh, but yeah, uh, yeah. No, again, I would, I will spectate because it's not something like it's. It turns me off just because of the sports aspect of it, because I just don't care enough about sports rules. Oh, and that's the best. So that's, like, that's why I'm like, like, I know I'm being turned off for, like, the wrong reason, and that's why I'm like, I want to spectate. I feel like that'll easily set aside that kind of, like, the mentality, I guess. Yeah, so. and, and that just solidifies for me that if you do play, you're going to get the bashy team. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> All of a sudden, I'm going to have fucking uh, Nurgle... Uh, blood bowl <laughs> yeah and then just start bashing on people <laughs> that's how it goes I, I mean technically you can use the nurgle rings for blood bowl because that's what they are the rot spawn yeah uh, so it was a fun little sunday of gaming after a rushed sunday morning <laughs> yeah of camping 
it was a really good camping trip. I finally got to have a nice winter camp out in the snow. It snowed while I was in Pennsylvania. There was snow on the ground when I got to Pennsylvania. And it was beautiful and cold, and it got down into the teens. I don't know. I'm becoming to like the colder campouts because I think I've said it before. It just requires more work to be done, and then you feel more filled at the end of the day. And, like, you really accomplish something when you have that fire going that you cut down that tree and you chopped up all the wood and started the fire, and now you're able to survive. <laughs> we hiked about, like, seven, eight miles the first day in. And then I had to be back in Cleveland, well, back in the area by 2 p.m. to be at a meeting so we had to wake up at about six in the morning and i haven't woken up at six in the morning on the trail in a long time and it was definitely in the teens in the morning like everything was fucking frozen i had uh used that tent that i showed you last week the was i right about how to set that thing up yes you were right about how to set that up it's a bivy tent and so there's only like three two foot poles on the motherfucker and two of them prop up the doorway and then there was a third pole and I couldn't figure it out and you walked into my kitchen when I was trying to figure it out and so me and Tom are both looking at this fucking bivy tent that's only like literally just six feet long maybe six and a half feet yeah and enough to put a body in I started feeling around on the on the one end that you're having issues with I'm like okay here's the corner but does that that fits in there yeah there's no way to like stick it in the ground I don't this may not be right but it's but the only thing I come up with. Yeah, there's a little pocket. It's like a little teepee tent. And there's a pocket at the top of the teepee, the apex of the tent. And you put the pole up in there and then you just prop it on the ground. Yeah. And then you uh, stake it out and hope that you don't kick it in the night. Because as I said, it's only like six feet long. Yeah. There's a couple of points of the night where my feet were on either side of that pole. <laughs> and I was definitely afraid I was going to kick it over. But overall, not a horrible tent. Just not the most ideal tent either. Because I didn't have like room to put my bag in with me. So right. that was outside and I had to put my pack cover over it. And then I had my boots outside and then my camera shoes outside. And I was like, well, if it snows, it snows. Like, my boots are already fucking wet because I've accidentally overtopped a couple of times crossing the stream. So, have you never seen Ghostbusters? You don't cross the streams. But I needed to. Yeah, so do they. Work out for them, too. <laughs> that's how it always does. <laughs> I still haven't seen that movie one day. Really? You haven't seen the original Ghostbusters? Nope, never. Oh, man. I, I know a lot from it. i just never seen it, so I don't know the order of it. Oh. Yeah, so my boots were a little wet and whatnot, so I was like, yeah, they're just staying outside. And then I woke up at like 2 o'clock in the morning after going to bed at like 10, so I felt like really nice and rested. I woke up and I'm like, whoa, wait. I think uh, I think there's snow in my fucking boots. God damn it, now they're ice. <laughs> I knew they were going to be ice anyway, but there was like snow and I had to scrape them out. Then I turned them upside down. I had to turn my camp shoes upside down too, and it was just one of those ordeals where it's like, huh. Oh, it's going to be fucking cold when I put my feet in those in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. You just got to put them by the fire. Yeah. Warm them up. Exactly. That's what I did. I, I As soon as I woke up, I got the fire going again, and then I put my boots next to the fire so at least the leather would thaw out and be pliable again instead of you <laughs> trying to fit your foot into this, like, frozen leather thing that no longer even accepts a foot. Yeah. What did I do? It wasn't like that before. Yeah. I, I will never buy non-leather boots again because I've just had bad experiences with boots tearing apart and just not not doing their job. They're always too over-technical. It has a Gore-Tex here, which is going to be a breathable <laughs> layer, but it's going to breathe but not let water in. Well, eventually that fucking thing fails and lets water oh, in yeah. or the seam around it where it seems to the leather fails and then that lets water in and all the high-tech boots they fucking suck i just go with straight 
leather boots. They cost a lot more money, but I've had these boots for like two and a half years now, probably getting close to three years. And my first season, I had to buy a new pair of boots right away because I wore them for one year and then they already were just fucked. So it's like, well, I'm in Alaska and I think my foot's starting to leak. This ain't good. I've had these boots for only a year. This really ain't good. It's not a place you want to find out that your boots are leaking. (laughs) Definitely not. Yeah, but uh, I did find out the the head to my axe is starting to come off my axe, but... Who knew? Yeah, that's also what I get for buying a cheaper axe, so I got to decide if I'm going to get a new handle for it and try to re-head it, which shouldn't be horribly hard. Now, this is your axe you had a friend make? Was that... No, no, I had the knife made. Knife, okay. Yeah. Uh, the axe... Yeah, the axe. <laughs> I can't even talk right now. The axe, I was going to see if you could help me uh, okay. improve. So I might go to him and be like, hey, I need to re handle this and i think i know how to do it but i don't trust myself implicitly to do it the correct way and so i'd like to have someone oversee me and so i might see if i could do that because i really don't want to buy another axe already like just six months later and if i get another axe i'm going to be upgrading so i'm going to be getting like one of the swedish like scandinavian steel axes that's actually cared for and polished up and weather sealed and all that straight out the factory so it's going to be like 150 to 200 some dollars uh, i don't really want to drop that much money especially after this week i got to take opie to get his dental work and everything done to uh, remove some of his teeth so we can see if some of his blood levels and proteins go down uh, cuz yeah just shit i've been dealing with right right at least it's not cancer originally the vet told me uh yeah he has increased proteins in his blood uh that could be cancer and then they didn't call me back for two weeks and then i keep calling them well they called me back on a saturday after they were closed and i was snowboarding so i called back and they were of course closed but the message that was left on my phone was uh it looks like uh the test results were inconclusive and he does have something in his system but we're not sure what it is so we suggest that we put him on antibiotics and uh take out a couple of his bad teeth and like just me and my alcoholic thinking is all right well you didn't say it's not cancer yeah yeah (laughs) and then i kept calling the vet's office for the next week and they're like oh yeah we'll have a doctor call you to talk about the uh, results didn't get a call finally until last friday and I was like, well, finally I got the call. And then I scheduled for his teeth to be taken out because, hey, no one told me like, OK, I know I'm giving him these antibiotics. And I went and picked up the antibiotics from the vet when they still couldn't have anybody come out and talk to me. Mm-hmm. And I get started giving them to him. But then am I supposed to give them to him for a week or two weeks before he has the surgery to take out his teeth or are we supposed to wait for that down the line? But they also said I need to get that done within the next month because... I, his blood work if he had blood yeah. work done you have to get it done within a month of the blood work or else they can't put him under otherwise then i have to get more blood work done and that's another hundred dollars on the hundreds of dollars it's going to be to remove the teeth right and then i'm like well the, these guys are kind of being dicks and they're not calling me back should i go for a second opinion and i'm like well if i go for a second opinion and they have to do the same exact thing it's already going to be like another thousand dollars i get to put down because they're gonna cost the same amount of money to remove the teeth but then i need to do the office visit the blood work all over again so it's probably going to be like getting close to a thousand dollars and then you've wasted another month to probably get get that information exactly and and this is all in preparation of not knowing if this is going to lower the blood levels and the protein levels in his blood that they see. Hopefully it will. I, I've talked to a few people about it and going back and forth. I'm like, I should get it done, right? Uh, should I get it done? And I'm like, I think I should get it done because if his teeth are already bad because he loves to chew on bones and that's like his favorite thing to do. And if I never get the teeth fixed, 
we'll never know if that's the source of whatever this inflammation in his blood is or this infection that is in his blood. Right. And so it's like, well, got to get that done and verify if it's not that not it, then shit, I guess we got to keep looking and then I'll decide how much money I really want to put towards it. But if it is and we knock it out of the park, he's nine years old and hopefully he can live a good few more years. Yeah, uh, it seems like the right thing to, to do because it's the probably the cheaper of the options outside of like ignore it exactly. which seems like the most irresponsible thing you could do <laughs> yeah and and it's not like this just showed up it's been in the last year or so like there's been protein levels on the rise mm-hmm. we noticed it i think about two years ago and that's when i brought up that he has a cough and but there were smokers living in the house at the time with my aunt and then jude who used to live with me and so it was like well i have smokers living with me so let's cut back on the smoke blah 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 and then his cough started going away but then last year there was still some protein in the blood this year it jumped up by half a point so they're like yeah we should probably take a look at it so it's been one of those things where they weren't like yeah you need to immediately start giving us money it me and the vet have been talking it out mm-hmm. talking out a plan and now it's at the point of something looks to be going on so we should really take a look at why right so i don't know he's like my son he's my animal he's not my son but it's one of those things. Yeah. There is a fine point of how much money you do spend on an animal, I think. But there's also a fine point of it's an animal, you love them, and you don't want to see them suffer. And mm-hmm. if you can prolong their life for a reasonable amount of money, definitely do so. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're, you know, they're, they're your pet. They're basically family. Exactly. And some people wouldn't even fucking bring money into the equation. That's just, once again, me and yeah. how I think and me being selfish. Yeah. Yeah. But at the same time, you have to make sure that it's reasonable within what what you're making or and what you're trying to do in life and, and the things you have going on yeah because like you can if you have if you have the let's say you have a hundred and five thousand dollars in a, in a savings account somewhere and they go It'll take a hundred thousand dollars to to save opie and you, you just throw it down you don't care you're just gonna you, you forget the money you just throw it down and then something else happens you know your car breaks and you have to get a new car you don't have enough money for a car or the dog or, only lives for another year and yeah. you just spent a hundred thousand dollars for a year that wasn't really that quality right. of life there's yeah there there are things you have to take into account into account and it really comes down to uh, what what your lifestyle is and if you're you know making a million dollars a movie then oh definitely. then yeah you can clone your fucking dogs and not care but if you're you know joe schmo making an average amount of money then you gotta you gotta pay attention to what you're doing yeah finances do uh, unfortunately need to come into the picture right but that's i mean at the same time that's something you have to take into account when you're getting a dog like you know when you go to the uh, what the fuck the the shelter in valley view one of the things i'll ask you like how much are you expecting to spend on a dog in a year i'm like uh couple grand i'm guessing that's what you that's what you think that's that's a that's a, a, a broad guess if it's a little bit more it's a little bit more it's a little less it's a little less and yeah i'm not guessing a couple grand between vet, uh food and vets. vets and stuff like that and you know healthy dog might cost me less but and they're like okay we well, have a you have a good idea then so you're not <laughs> exactly yeah animals <laughs> like, are not cheap but like a lot of people come in there like oh you know a couple hundred dollars or something that's not can even get your food for the year <laughs> exactly and that's why i like to do all my vet stuff around tax season because yeah. then it's easier for me to look at it like this is not affecting my finances it yeah, doesn't affect is... my day-to-day finances unless an emergency comes up throughout the year right. just oh here's your tax returns like okay well x percentage of that just needs to go towards my vet bills mm-hmm. and then it's like well i just don't get as much extra quote-unquote money at the beginning of the year or first quarter of the year from the government yeah that's what i've been going through i digress fair enough as i get older i've been getting more selfish and stingy with money and Mm -hmm. it's it's weird yeah it happens but uh hopefully all goes well 
Yeah, I hope so too. I I'm expecting him to be a little depressed afterwards because oh, everything yeah. is to eat and chew on toys and everything. So I've already talked to the vet about that and. We're probably going to give him some anxiety medication to help him deal with not being able to do everything he likes to do yeah. for the next two weeks. Yeah, that's always that's always a bit rough. Yeah, a lot of walks, a lot of walks every day. That's what it's going to be. It's not bad for you either. Nope, not <laughs> at all. Get them legs working out, get his legs working out, because he also gained fucking 10 pounds. <laughs> I don't know, like, I've not changed his food regimen, so maybe, like, the I- extreme amount of less walking we did over the winter affected that? I don't know. Uh, hopefully not whatever is going on in his body affected that, but right. that's what we're looking to find out. Fair enough, fair enough. Because we did go on a walk every single day, at least a mile, last year during the good weather, and then mm-hmm. sometimes when it drops into the 20s and whatnot, I don't bundle up to do that anymore. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. And we always do nighttime walks. We do late-time nighttime walks, because it's so much nicer walking around Bedford at that point in time. Yeah. You don't have to worry about all the cars and stuff, traffic and whatnot. Yeah, all the cars. Only the other crazy people like me. Yeah. Like the one time I had an Uber driver pull up to me and ask me what my name was, and I was like, um... And he didn't preface it with I'm an Uber driver. He just pulled up into this driveway and was like, what's your name? I'm like, uh, excuse me? It's like, what's your name? I'm sorry. I'm not giving you my name. What are you doing here? I'm walking my fucking dog. Oh, oh, I'm I'm here to pick up someone for Uber. <laughs> All right. Well, it's not me. <laughs> Keep on walking. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I really get hope that's thing. not that's not the way that uber driver normally gets people i, I really hope not too. I, this was this was a while ago i had someone oddly enough i think i know who it was because i think it's like a local comedian i don't know if you remember there was a guy years ago i don't remember how many how many years ago but it was a while ago who he worked he worked at a local radio station worked at mms chad zumacher yes yep i'm pretty sure it was him who thought i was i was going to be his uber driver interesting i was i was at the the aquarium picking up my friend because she wasn't feeling good and they weren't going to trust her to drive home I'm like, yeah, I'll come get you. It was Sunday. It was like, I felt, yes, I have to stop what I'm doing. Again, with the whole, like you were saying before, selfish. Feeling selfish. But I'm like, it's my friend. She needs help. Uh, go help my friend. Yeah. So, so I, selfish bastard. <laughs> right. Right. Like, I'm, I'm like, man, I was going to do this or do that. And I'm like, just go help your friend. That's what you need to do. <laughs> Tom, you're growing <laughs> up. I'm so proud of you. Oh, yay. But yeah, so like, uh, I, I'm up there and I'm waiting I pull up and I'm, I'm waiting for her because they're, you know, trying to get her stuff together and help her get out. And uh, someone comes up like, are you are you so and so? I'm like, no. He's like, oh, OK. Because I, th- I think he was real pissed because I was driving the the old Dakota that I have out, out front of your house right now. And so I was driving that. So really, it's not like that's not a car I'm going to pick up a family in. So he no. looked like like, what the fuck are you driving and why are you my Uber? If I asked for the, I said I had this many people or whatever. And I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm, I'm waiting for a friend. He's like, but I'm pretty sure it was Chad. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's hilarious. <laughs> he, he's known for having a like pretty pissy personality too. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I guess he got in trouble recently for possibly stealing or something. I, he, I don't, I don't get in trouble every couple of years. Yeah. Yeah. I, I heard something. I don't know all the facts. I'm not going to get into it because I don't know all the facts, but yeah, he's, he's a character yeah he's uh he's popped up in the news around cleveland like at least i feel like once every two years since he was fired from the radio station for doing shit well yeah so what what happened with that was he got drunk he had a he had a company car so like uh through one of their sponsors they gave him a car he was driving that drunk I think he got into an accident or at the very least he got pulled over and got a DUI because he got he got a DUI regardless whether it was the accident or he just got pulled over for drunk driving. But he got a DUI driving the the sponsor car. So he lost 
yeah. so he lost his job. <laughs> yeah, I'm fairly certain he uh, wrapped it around a telephone. Pole. Okay, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I was that's thinking, what I remember. I, I was I was pretty sure it was an accident. I, either way, it was a DUI that was associated with with the whole thing with a car that he was driving for free. Yeah, <laughs> and he got in a lot of trouble, and lost his job. Oh yeah. <laughs> Well, anyways, yeah. So sorry, just random side story. I was there. Say, we got a couple of side stories there. We went a little bit way off from that forty k we were talking about. You want to go back to that forty k? I don't know if you well. got anything else. All right. So in forty k land, they uh, they dropped a whole bunch of stuff for the new Vigilus book. Um, uh, Vig- Vigilus ablaze, I think is what it's called. That's because it's on fire. It is. It's just all on fire. But then they uh, they also dropped a whole bunch of stuff for 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 Chaos Marines, man. The new HQ that the the Lord Despoiler or whatever <laughs> looks sick. It, it's it's crazy. The the Scorpion fucking mechanical motherfucker is riding on. Yeah, and I I I, I want it. Yeah, I won't even play the army, right? and I want it. <laughs> yeah, so you got that. Um, they've been showcasing the new Abaddon model. Which he, he's pretty sick. His lower body might be Gillian, Gilliman's or close to Gilliman's, but he's still pretty sick. Yeah. Uh, he's almost as big as a Primarch, so. Yeah. <laughs> makes sense that he has Gilliman's lower half. She doesn't have that upper half. I was going to say, he's, he's got the better half, maybe? I don't know. I don't know. I, I haven't ever thought to look underneath the armor, Sammy. I, I trust me. <laughs> and this has been brought up several times, not by me, but in uh-huh. the community. No uh-huh. one knows about, like, what goes on. <laughs> other than, like, they, everybody believes Space Marines are, like, monks with chastity. They don't, they don't do any of that shit. Uh huh. Yeah, sure they are. Um, they're probably more like priests. <laughs> I mean, they are mostly guys in there. I so. mean, it's it's a brotherhood. <laughs> yeah, the the sisters aren't aren't around very often. No, no, they they aren't around very often. I mean, it's been like twenty years since they came around. Yeah, they're, they are making new models for them. They so. are finally good news for them. But then you have the shadow spear stuff that they've been showing showing off, which has a whole bunch of redesigned models and new models in it. Oh yeah, and uh, those those new imperial snipers and librarians look amazing yeah i want them but uh yeah i don't know i think our box set deal went and gone through yeah that's life uh just means the more money in my pocket to put towards pokemon cards <laughs> <laughs> to be fair to be fair with that that deal i was going to just i was going to get it i wasn't planning on building them because i'll get it and it's just going to sit there and over time i might actually buy the stuff and then eventually build that army uh-huh. but the army i'm going to build on is going to be my plague marines for right now that makes but sense. it's like i will, I will have, if you're because to split the cost of that box with with you and the other guy would have been perfectly fine with me because i'm sure i'm still getting those at a deal like i can't imagine that i would be getting that stuff at a, at a deal at a, a lesser price and if i really wanted to other than maybe buying a different hq or something like that i could run them as an ally for my for my plague marines oh yeah definitely so i there's there was utility in getting that box but i wasn't like and any rush to build it or to build a chaos army it was just like yeah sure i'm probably getting this out of deal i'll take it yeah i just remember you had tossed around the idea yeah. of possibly getting it and then this guy posted on the uh cleveland group it was like oh yeah anybody uh want to split the imperium and he wanted units that i didn't want but then there's also one unit that he didn't want i would have gotten stuck with which i didn't want the 10 normal model marine guys oh the kind of would have been shitty that would have had to pay like thirty dollars for something I didn't want. Yeah, and so yeah, it was kind of back and forth, and then it just fell through. Fair enough. But yeah, speaking of, of models from there, you got the new like the updated Chaos Marine models and stuff, which look awesome. Oh yeah, very nice. And then they have all the different chapters they're showing off. 
And then this fucking uh, Stargate, that's what that looks like. That is a fucking Stargate. It is a goddamn chaos Stargate, and <laughs> it sounds pretty boss. It gives people around it an invulnerable save. Yeah. And that's that's pretty sweet. And it helps people cast psychic abilities. Mm-hmm. So a, a piece of terrain that you get to use as a fortification that gives you invuln and helps you cast fucking shit. Yeah. Uh, that warp times can be really nasty from that invulnerability bubble. Yeah, it is. So you got that. And then you got, yeah, so Vigils of Blaze book coming out. And it has, you know, new detachments and shit and more stuff about the Black Legion. But what else? If I if my computer would like to work with me, I could tell you. <laughs> the other thing that it, that is, is it is an updated codex. So we're getting, like I, like I had said, we're getting all these new models. We're getting updated stuff. We, had, we just had the uh, chapter approved stuff. So there have been uh, points changes to everything, including Chaos Marines. Add in the new models the updated models all the the newer stuff that they're throwing into chaos and it's just like hey it would make sense to give a, a new chaos an updated chaos codex to go with all of this stuff and it might get people to buy it and buy into the chaos marines and it, it's not a bad idea i really still wish they'd put out that digital like repository of every time we make a change it's oh, gonna yeah. just be made in this digital book right and i would i would actually pay extra for that like i would happily pay like so what's a normal codex is was like normal normally like 50 bucks i think 40 bucks yep. put an extra 20 dollars on there for the for the continual update eight updates on it i would totally be down for it i would pay a goddamn subscription service i'd pay 10 dollars a month to make sure i have an app that has you, all the updated information for all my armies if if that because that would probably continue over to the new like a new edition i would totally be down for that exactly like 10 dollars a month i i would honestly pay for that. We, we, like, we use it enough that it would be worthwhile exactly it's literally one of those things and when things are changing every three months and mm. then i have to wait to see if battle scribe updated them then verify the community correctly updated them mm-hmm. it, it just it's a fucking hassle and it, it's worth honestly 120 dollars of my money a year to just know that gw released the official rules here they are i don't gotta jump between books check between other books and then you ask would- you if i'm reading it correctly right right the other, the other part of that is you would have, I would assume in a subscri- subscription service like that, you would also have access to the other games. So if you wanted to, you would you'd have the Kill Team books there too. You're like Everything would be in one place. It'd be really nice. Yeah. The other, the other thing I was thinking about with that was if they really wanted to engage the community, you could put up like cool random challenges through a subscription service like that. Or like, here's a random game for this week you could play and then, then upload pictures or yeah. something like that. A subscription service like that offers really cool and unique ways of interacting with your community that uh, on top of the fact of like, we're going to give you these updated books that you only have to get this and you can still offer the physical books for people. You don't have to get rid of physical. We'll still buy those physical. Oh yeah. There's not people that won't. So some people will do both production a little bit by them and produce as needed, maybe whatever they're doing and uh, sell digitally. It's it's the digital digital age. Come on. Yeah. Think of all the, the trees you would save. I, uh, they don't care about that. Yeah, well, they're trying to bring you around the grim dark. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. No, uh, Earth is not a good place in the grim dark, and they, yeah, they want the emperor to take over. Oh, uh, but yeah, uh, I'm looking forward to to more of this chaos stuff and seeing what what else comes out because they're not done with it. They like the the new book will include some of the new corn stuff that's coming to like that's mostly for Age of Sigmar, but it's also coming to to regular 40k and so this will have that stuff in there too so this isn't just like chaos marines it also has that extra bit to it a little bit more oomph. and i wouldn't be surprised if if they you know do an imperial 
section of uh, and you know you get your ultramarines get an updated codex i wouldn't be surprised because again same deal you're seeing a lot of new units oh yeah and you have plenty of new detachments from this vigilist stuff so kind of makes sense i really hope they focus somewhere else but i have a feeling yeah it's gonna go yeah. more imperium i mean you know they could always help out the tyranids i'd be fine with that <laughs> of course you would <laughs> of course <laughs> How did you see anything else 40k related you wanted to do? Uh, nothing else for me other than that uh, next time we play, I was thinking about inviting Greg out to yeah. do uh, join up whichever person he wants to, whichever army he likes better, and then play whatever army you do, Tyranids or Death Guard or my Orcs or my Imperium or my Tau. Yeah. And I then mean, uh, see a on. real 40k match and how that compares to Kill Team. Yes, yes. Because he'd probably obviously start out if he started buying real, his own models with Kill Team. Mm-hmm. And then get enough for 40k. Right. Well, that's the nice thing about Kill Team is the the price point is a lot lower oh, yeah. for entry. And so you can do that. Obviously, with things like Elites coming out, it that price point kind of creeps up. But then it also comes down to like, well, I only have this. I can only do up two commanders or I can only do regular Kill Team. Yeah. So you kind of you're able to limit yourself with Kill Team. But if you want to have that full experience, that price point slowly creeping up. It's GW for you. They just want your money. Yes, they do. And to play the, their games. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you, know, you know who else wants their money and wants you to play their games? You I don't can know. find out in the news corner. In the news corner. All right, that sounded really sad. Um, which I guess is oddly appropriate for this news corner. <laughs> but let's start on a happy <laughs> note. Let's start on a mostly happy note, and we're going to work through some update stuff before we get into things that are currently going on in the world. Last week we talked about the. Halo Master Chief Collection coming to PC. Here's a little bit more information for you guys. Um, I don't think I still don't think there's a, an official release date yet. But if you go to the Halo Insider thing and you join Halo Insiders, you can actually you basically are joining this program to get the game early and basically be a beta tester. And so you can play it and you can uh, report back to the developers. And to be honest, the developers learned the hard way probably that. Uh, the community is worthwhile to communicate with because when, when Master Chief Collection came out on the Xbox One originally, it was a disaster. And that's where this insider program started. And it was to help build, help fix and build up the Master Chief Collection appropriately. And that's what they're trying to do for the insider or for the PC. And they're starting from the beginning. So you'll be able to get reach early and you'll be able to play it and give feedback to the developers. So if you're interested in that, Check out the Halo Insider program. Get the inside scoop and help them make it better. Yes, yes. And then here's a fun bit of news for you. A while ago now, we talked about how James Gunn got the axe from Disney. The mouse himself came through and said, you fired. Get out of here. And now the mouse has come back and said, you hired. <laughs> I keep on running to rhyme gun with fun because you said it's fun, but I can't <laughs> do it. I just can't. I mean, you can. And you're just going to regret it in a few stories. Probably not because I'm me, but... It's also true. I, I, I just... I can't. So the way this saga kind of unfolded, if you didn't know, James Gunn had made tweets like a decade ago or whatever the fuck it was. He has talked about them on multiple occasions and, and has expressed his own regrets and whatnot about those tweets. Then someone came out and brought those back up and then Disney fired him. There was plenty of backlash from fans of James Gunn as well as Guardians of the Galaxy 1 and 2. And that went back and forth. And I guess Disney had kept a dialogue going with James Gunn. James Gunn got hired over at uh, Warner Brothers to do the the new Suicide Squad DC movie. And uh, they kept talking. And apparently now Disney 
has decided that they, the head of, of Disney has decided that they think James Gunn's remorse is true and that they, they feel like he has gone made the, the appropriate steps. And so they have rehired him. But even before that, they were going to use his script for Guardians 3. They were just looking for a different director. Yeah. And they couldn't find one. And so now they're like, hey, remember that script you wrote and that movie you wanted to do? Do you want to finish it? So, and that, my also other thought is like, this comes directly on the heels of him being announced as director for Suicide Squad. Oh, I mean, how it's, it's much been a does that have to do that. with it? I'm, I'm sure that has some something to do, but it's also been a while. Like that was this that was announced shortly. Like, he got fired, and I feel like within a month he had gotten that job. Oh, okay. We it, just talked about it the other week, then. Yeah, we talked. We talked about Suicide Squad. We, we talked about last week. We talked about who he was putting in Suicide okay. Squad. So that comes on the heels of that. Yeah, true. But but as far as him being director, that was chosen a while ago. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was, he got fired from there. And I think it was like a, within a month he had gotten hired for Suicide Squad. I wonder if that still has something to do with oh, uh, fucking DC <laughs> picked him up. I, again, I'm sure you're right. But, but just to clarify the time frame on that. Uh, yeah, but yeah, so the, there's, I'm sure that has something to do with it. He is back on, which means we'll probably get a really good movie. Also means uh, Dave Bautista will be happy to be Drax again because, you know, James Gunn will be back directing him. Yep. Yeah, he was not happy when James Gunn left. No, he was, he was very, he was like one of the, the most outspoken people for that whole thing. Um, and then, you know, Gunn did express his uh, gratitude towards the fans and to Disney, even though I'm sure the, the Disney part of that might be a lie. But we're going to go with it. Yeah. You, you got to say what you got to say to get back in the good graces. Right, right. You you have you have that, like, check boxes to hit for everything you want to do. But speaking of check boxes... A couple of uh, new shows that are going to get checked back onto the air. Star Talk and Cosmos. Yes. Yes, they are. So this was another story we had talked about a while ago. Neil deGrasse Tyson had gotten swept up into the in, in that whole Me Too movement where he was accused of uh, sexual misconduct, including rape of one woman, I believe. Uh, and a couple like touching inappropriately. And then one girl that he had said, hey, you want to come up? We're having I'm having wine and cheese if you want to come up to the hotel room or something yeah and so the awkwardness and whatnot um no official verdict from what i remember reading in that article other than to say that that uh national geographic had a third party go through and i think it came back inconclusive was the word i I believe they used and with that uh they are bringing back his two shows with uh i believe it's cosmos is going to be delayed um, because of everything that's been going on, I think it, they, they probably didn't get all of their editing or producing or recording or whatever the fuck they have to do for it. So they probably didn't get everything done. So that one's going to be delayed. There's no actual uh, date for that one right now. Yeah, uh, that one was scheduled for March 3rd. Obviously, we're well past that. A little bit. A little bit past that. <laughs> 15 days later as a recording. Yes, they are coming back. So if you're excited about that or if you were looking forward to those at, one, at some point, you can look forward to them uh, reaching your small screens in your home. Yeah, I'm definitely excited about that. Though I don't subscribe to TV or anything, I always try to catch those episodes where I can. Mm-hmm. Uh, they it, usually show up on um, Netflix, and that's where I watch Cosmos. Yep, exactly. And so it's one of those things, like, it's just so sad to not have good intellectual TV on there. Yeah. And just that the good intellectual shows are being brought back. Yes. That, that's, like, just a saving grace. Like, yeah, if he did something, it, the investigation's inconclusive, blah, blah, blah. He could be a little scummy, blah, blah, blah. But he's a smart man putting smart educational television out there, and that's what we need. Yes. Yeah, and uh, I mean, to a certain point, you have to be able to separate those two two things because they are, they are Church not... Church and state? Yes. I wish we could do that. That'd be lovely. 
Uh, but you have to separate like someone's actions uh, in a in their public life pro, uh, compared to what ha- what they do in their private life to a certain extent. I mean, the, sometimes those lines blur and you have to make those judgment calls. But appreciating the the science and the facts and the education that someone's putting forth is a little bit easier compared to uh, attaching that to maybe some scummy things that they do in their personal life, which again, don't know that they did. There's nothing uh, conclusive, at least as far as what we're getting right now uh, that that could that there, there could be a leak and you could get a report that says otherwise i'd yeah you never know you never know it could come out do you want to know what they're trying to not let get out anymore because so we're gonna we're gonna make a hard switch here <laughs> well i know it rhymes with fun and it's not james gunn yeah i was i was actually thinking more of the facebook stream that happened with it the video that came along with it ah because uh that's been one of the things that they've been hardcore trying to find and, and scrub off the internet which is the internet so good luck yeah if you don't know what we're talking about uh in new zealand there was a mass shooting a guy went into two different mosques and shot them up killing uh 50 people i believe is the count and he live streamed the whole incident for about well not the whole incident but live stream 17 minutes of the incident before it got shut down yeah yeah so i guess it like starts with him in the park i haven't seen the actual video to be clear uh but i've, but I've heard some people talk about it so i guess it starts with him at his car like getting ready and then he goes in and just starts and then eventually they cut it so the crazy thing is is like these like facebook and any of these things that do these live streams there are thousands of people watching this stuff to do exactly this to cut those to cut those streams there's been a couple of times where things like this have happened someone got shot what not quite to this degree but like someone actually got shot and then they're like oh god and it was on the internet and so now this thing is circulating things like this can be used for evidence but you know you don't need to exploit other people's tragedy for yeah. your entertainment or or you know, promote the guy's propaganda yeah that too whatever it is yeah it's crazy like the there are things that, like i learned and i'm like like the idea that when it comes to people watching things to scrub stuff off the internet or to like move them to more appropriate places like the people who watch conspiracy theories for example like people go through to watch conspiracy theories to find people like him who are spreading pop propaganda that is horrendous and with lesser ones like climate change, for example, get like they start really they watch so many of them that they like start thinking that they're true. It, it's crazy. All the false documentaries. Yes. Uh, the false misinformation documentaries. Yeah, all the false flag things. Yeah. And yeah. So stuff like this happens and people's jobs are to go through and, and scrub it. And then those, for those folks are seeking like actual help now after having to watch that video and trying to get it off the internet it's interesting though because i don't know that you can ever screen something like facebook live or youtube live fully because like news channels and live television is broadcast on a 10 second delay mm-hmm. so that that can be cut yeah but there is There's a so- minimal delay if any uh with facebook live and all that and there would never be enough people i think to be able to staff to a have everybody be watched as right. soon as they go live oh yeah you know it's it's actually it's impossible to have every single one uh watched now so yes you, you could start creating really intense bot programs that try to look for blood and blah 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 mm-hmm. or this or that because i mean bots are getting pretty good with things like that but a lot of things then you run into the issue youtube's having with how much shit's getting cut unintentionally because yep. the bots have taken over oh yeah yeah algorithms aren't perfect so that that creates a different issue altogether it's it's a weird 
situation to be between. And like you said, it's impossible to have every YouTuber or every Facebook account watched and then cutting streams like if, if something inappropriate happens because there's just so many of them opposed to like TV one they they have that 10 second delay. But there's also like people watching just one stream. They're not watching, you know, 500 streams. Exactly. So and that that type of difference happens. Uh, the other things to note is the guy who shot up the, these mosques in New Zealand is actually from Australia. Where they're not allowed to own guns. Yeah. Yeah. They had a mass shooting. And everyone in Australia just actually was like, we're not responsible, but I'm paraphrasing, but they're basically like, we're not responsible enough to have guns. And they all handed over their guns after the, after a particular mass shooting. So the fact that this guy had these guns and then went into New Zealand and, and did this is kind of nuts. Yeah. And the article I read said he did buy them legally in New Zealand mm-hmm. in 2017. Okay. So he went through the whole process, yeah. went through everything, obtained the guns legally. So he, he was a legal gun owner in New Zealand. Now, uh, I believe it's Prime Minister Prime of Minister. New Ze- Zealand has come out saying that she wants to push forward the movement to ban all semi-automatic weapons. Okay. Which, I, I remember seeing that she wanted to for for legis- you wanted to push for legislation i wasn't sure what the specifics were okay. so or, sorry let me recorrect that uh i believe the uh, exact statement was auto- semi-automatic rifles okay so i don't know about handguns because handguns are also semi-automatic yes there are some and which i've seen a lot of misinformation in the last couple of days uh a lot of posts are coming out and saying look at new zealand banning semi-automatic rifles within 24 hours of this attack no, they have not banned these rifles yet. Yeah. Legislation is trying to be formed to ban these rifles. No gun ban that I can find as of this recording has yet occurred in New Zealand. Because I've seen a lot of leftist people going out there. And I'm, I lean more towards the left. But I've seen a lot of people posting like, yeah, New Zealand's doing what the U.S. can't do. Thanks for thoughts and prayers, U.S. New Zealand's actually banning the guns or actually did ban the guns. And I see it specifically stating that they're already banned. And it's like, no, they're not. Yeah. Uh, you, you need to stop spreading misinformation. Yeah. I know it's very easy to do. We've accidentally done it on a number of occasions, but it's like one of those things, especially when it comes to that, and you're talking about such a hot topic, you can't spread the misinformation. Everybody has to look at it objectively how it is. Mm-hmm. Like the whole Trump situation. Thank God all those reports are hopefully going to be coming out about the Mueller case Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because it's one of those things. We just need to stop speculating and look at the facts. Yeah. If they do ban semi-automatic guns, like I'm, I'm a little bit on the edge of that. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing necessarily, but I also live in the United States of America where it is a a constitutional right to be able to own guns. New Zealand, it is not. So it's a lot easier to ban guns there. Yeah. Because they don't have to amend their constitution. Yeah. I mean, I'm not really like, I, have no interest in owning guns so it doesn't matter to me but one there's like with the u.s there's far too many to just go and outlaw guns like completely in the u.s kind of like what australia did i mean they brought them in so that was kind of a unique situation but uh, the number of people wise is far less far less United yeah, States. So it's, it's hard to to do do that in the united states a little bit easier if if you're trying to get one particular type of gun, like semi-automatics or something like that, because again, I I believe you have a right to own a gun and uh, to hunt. Like I don't I don't think you yeah, you if you are if you're using your your gun to hunt for for food and whatnot, then I I have I completely understand that, you know. But 
Do you need a semi-automatic rifle to go hunting, I guess? And you don't necessarily need a semi-automatic rifle to go hunting, but that changes everything to being a bolt-action rifle Mm -hmm. or a level a lever rifle that you need to buy to go out which does make things harder it it, you have to have that shot dead on placement you have to be a better marksman which isn't a problem like that's the type of hunting i want to do personally Mm -hmm. but it's one of those things with it in the constitution that is what that is how the united states was set up whether it's right or wrong that's the day and age the guns weren't as powerful blah 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 i all the arguments are out there, uh, but it is one of the founding constitutional rights of this nation. Mm-hmm. Assault rifles, I'd agree, ban those, but semi-hunt, semi-automatic hunting rifles, I don't know. And if we're going to ban semi-automatic hunting rifles, we need to start first with handguns. Handguns do so much more damage yeah. on average than a hunting rifle does. Mm-hmm. So many more people get shot with handguns. That's where I have the issue with banning semi-automatic rifles. Mm-hmm. Because they are a very small percentage, actually, of the shootings compared to handguns. Fair enough, yeah. And that's where I fall with the whole situation. I think things are being looked at from the incorrect point of view and always because of the mass shootings. And it's not even necessarily the mass shootings that are making up most of the shootings of the world or of the country. It's a lot of smaller ones, all the gang violence. It's with AK-47 assault rifles. It's with Glock 19s. It's with like small guns, high points, cheap Mm -hmm. guns that you're able to buy at $200 that are big and bulky guns, but you can just go out and buy and it'll do exactly what you need it to do. And so, yeah, it's one of those things that you need to get manufacturing of guns taken care of first before it goes into the banning of all types of guns like stop manufacturing these cheap guns that just anybody can go out and buy and throw some ammunition into and oh it might misfire a couple of times but they can shoot a 20 round clip out of it if it doesn't mm-hmm. quick aside you just reminded me by saying manufacturers the victims the the family members of the victims for the sandy hook shooting mm-hmm. they recently won um i don't know that one i got they they got the the right to take remington to court over and the the way the article kind of starts off it makes it sound like it's taking to court over the shooting it's not it's to take it over the take take remington to court over the the marketing that they used at the time Mm -hmm. Uh, because it was very much aimed at like people boys who were having like troubled past and whatnot the way the way the marketing was done it was kind of aimed at a, a particular group of people that it shouldn't have been aimed at so they're actually one the right to take that they they had taken a whole bunch of things to, of remington to court and the judge pretty much threw everything else out and said you can't blame remington for the shooting that's dumb but exactly. the 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 marketing aspect of it i will give you that if you can bring the, that case uh, up to snuff we can proceed with that one so that they they got a lot of the stuff that they put in there thrown out but that was the one that went through yeah then that's really the only place that you could stand at if they were marketing in the incorrect way that drew kids to want to kill things because you can't blame the tool creator for making someone that take a hammer and hit someone else in the head right the only thing and this is where things get muddy the only the only the person that I think that stops at is the people selling the guns if they were doing their jobs incorrectly is where I think is the only people who who can i feel like should be held accountable in, in the in the form of like you sold this gun to someone who killed other people and you didn't you didn't follow your protocol and, and then there's that that's the aspect of if you didn't follow your protocol if they followed protocol then and like, like with this guy and with a lot of mass shooters they bought their guns legally like if if 
you know, obviously, if, if it was legal for them to buy it, then the person who sold it to them can't be at fault. Exactly. That that again. That's why I said there's a, like there's a caveat there. But oh yeah, you can't really. Again, I agree. You can't you can't blame Remington for the mass shooting. You can blame Remington for their marketing, but it's not their fault for for any type of shooting. Yeah, and like the only other thing that I have on the topic is like even if you ban semi-automatic rifles, pump shotguns. Those are just as easy to get another round in the chamber just as quickly. And this guy had, what, two shotguns? Two of his guns were shotguns, not even semi-automatic rifles. So you can shoot just as fast as any semi-automatic gun if you are trained or if you practice. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing. We can never take the crazy out of people. We can only take the guns out of their hands in certain situations because guns are so fucking easy to get, at least here in the United States. Oh, yeah. I know I've been offered a gun to buy off the street before. So I don't know. If I've been offered a gun and I just live in suburban Cleveland, like, I'm pretty sure it's fucking easy for anybody to buy a gun. Mm -hmm third party outside of an actual dealer and i don't know if that's how it is in other countries but yeah it, you can't always take the crazy out of people oh yeah and oh. that's what it's gonna be it, it's got to take the crazy out of people but then do you not give everybody a driver's license because a couple of people drive crazy like do you take everybody's driver's license away because i'm an alcoholic and i've got two duis it, it, it's my fault not mm-hmm. your fault but and should I take away your tool? Right. But I guess in that particular instance, I would say the uh, the restrictions you put on people with DUIs once they have them is is the, the change there. Because depending on how many DUIs you get, judge can take your license. Oh, exactly. And, and so if, if you're... So depending something. on how many people you shoot. Well, in that case, it's it comes down to the restrictions that you put on people's abilities to get guns. So whether it's making it making the process more verbose to... to more robust to get to, into getting a gun and um, creating actual departments who are able to go through the data that's coming in mm-hmm. because in a lot of cases the data that it goes through the data comes in and it sits there for long enough that it goes yeah okay you it's they didn't respond in time so you're you're past or, or something there's a weird glitch in the system that if it sits there if your request sits there long enough it, it becomes an auto pass and, yeah and, and, I, and there's and there's things like that so it's getting the manpower to process the actual data coming in to do the background checks approach to to robustly follow through on those those background checks is probably your best place to start i actually would take it a step further i think the best way to get gun control correctly is to buy a gun you need to have multiple psychological evaluations that is the only way to ever try to get guns out of crazy people's hands yeah and currently it's only if you ever have charges on your record or if you have a documented case of being clinically insane Mm -hmm. so a lot of people have some mental issues but they don't have it documented right and those are the only two caveats that i know in most countries Mm -hmm. and so the only foolproof way and i would agree to it is getting a mental background check and for every single person who wants to go buy a gun you want to go to a gun show buy a gun you have to have the mental evaluation you have to have your papers you have to go and prove yourself Mm -hmm. worthy it has to be in the internet documented database and you have to have your papers double checking right and so that's how i would tackle the problem but i'm just me right Right. Again, I, I think the that's why I think the best place is starting with the the actual background checks. The that por- portion of it, I think, is where where you can catch more of that. Yep. And then you're not going to get all of it. You're never going to get all of exactly. it. Exactly. That's, that's, that's part the of biggest it. issue. You're never going to get all of right. it. Because how you many can, times did I lie through my way through? Oh no, I don't think I drink too much. This is what happened. Let me tell yeah. you what happened. Oh no, you really don't drink too much. Your first OBI was just you had too much one night. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah, anybody can get through what they want and get through if they really want to. Yeah, yeah. Now you you have you have folks who will who make it who will be fine for years and 
crack over time and they'll have already passed a, a check and they'll, something will happen. That, that'll, that would be what would happen after that. Exactly. Um, it's never going to stop, unfortunately. No. But uh, yeah, condolences to the Yes, condolences the to all the families and everybody affected. It's making a hard left here. You're just talking about drunks and DUIs and whatnot. St. Patrick's Day was this weekend. Biggest drinking day of the year. Apparently, well, it was also actually one of the biggest. Yeah, uh, it was also the biggest grouping of people running in kilts in Cleveland. It happened. We have a, a kilt trot thing on St. Patrick's Day. You can walk or run, and they got a bunch of people all set up for this 5K, and they broke the world record. The most people to ever run in a kilt race. Yes, and I didn't take part in it. You did not. I was hiking without a kilt. Yeah, I, I was definitely hiking without a kilt this weekend. <laughs> Fuck that shit. Not until spring and warmer weather when I don't have to worry about that draft. <laughs> you could keep pants underneath it. Uh, you can, you can. I definitely have done that once I got to camp and it has gotten colder, but uh, it almost defeats the purpose at that point. It's like I'm wearing my pants and I'm wearing a kilt. That is weighs more than my pants, so why <laughs> am I wearing a kilt? You wanted the extra pockets? Yeah, the extra pockets of a little bit more breeziness. <laughs> so you know you don't want the extra pockets. But do you want more Goku? I want 9,000 of them! So it hasn't been officially announced yet. Uh, maybe it will be by the time this podcast goes live. But as of right now, it hasn't officially been announced. But Gameatsu has found that the next monthly V-Jump will re- reveal that the... I hesitate to say Kid Goku, but Kid Goku from Dragon Ball GT will be coming to Dragon Ball Fighters. Now, Kid Goku is what happens when one of the villains gets a wish and then makes accidentally makes the wrong wish, but wishes Goku was a kid again. So Goku turns into a kid. And so he's a kid for most of, for like half of GT or something like that. Little kid. And then eventually becomes Super Saiyan 4 Goku, which if you're going to give me a fucking Goku from GT, why not give me Super Saiyan 4 Goku? I was going to say that would have made more sense, Because right? if you're going to give me a kid Goku, then give me kid Goku from the Dragon Ball series. Exactly. That would be much better. <laughs> With the little tail just wobbling around. Again, not official, but uh, mo- it seems mostly official. Everyone seems to be taking it and running with it. Something else that's not completely official, but mostly official, Borderlands 2 coming to the Switch. Which it's already come out on fucking everything else, so <laughs> right. why not bring it to the Switch? <laughs> right. On the, on the platform that's getting things from all the other previous generations, why not bring it to this generation? I, I This one I find a little bit weird. I, uh, I bought it, this game a couple of times already, yeah. I think. I mean, it's it's it, it. A lot of people probably have done the same thing, and they're probably not going to buy it again for the Switch. Yeah, but I could see where, as long as they allowed like a local play, where you could you don't have to be connected to the internet to play with each other, and we, we each have our own Switch, and we were able to play together. I could see where it would work. I can see where it would be a, a a fun game to play. But I also feel like they've missed the boat on that. But then exactly, again, it's been the so other long. the other side to that is uh, Borderlands Three is coming out, so maybe they're just this is promotional material to remind you that Borderlands is a game and that Borderlands Three is coming out, and you can play it. You'll probably be able to play that on the Switch too. I feel like that's one expensive promotional item, <laughs> but it's pretty standard. Yeah. I mean, these days that's a pretty standard thing to do. Like, oh, this this game we have is coming out, so here's an older one. We were talking about Metroid Prime. Yep. The trilogy has been put out, you know, individually and in a collection. 
And if they are re-releasing it and putting it on the Switch, just just because Metroid Prime 4 is coming to the Switch. I mean, that's the same process. Yeah. But yeah, and that's the almost other thing. Like, it's just another Borderlands 2, not the Borderlands collection. Right, yeah. That would make Any a little more sense. I'm assuming this comes with uh, the Jack DLC and all that shit that was in Borderlands 2. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, you haven't come out with a full Borderlands collection yet. You just keep releasing Borderlands 2, like, every five years. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah it'd be nice if we got like an hd remake of the game so far because the first one was a lot of fun and like i actually missed out on the first one for the most part i don't know that i ever went back and played it i feel like i played the beginning of two so much that i'm just sick of it <laughs> i've done that a few times in games but yeah i don't know it's not it won't be a thing like i'm like oh my god you gotta pick this up but if i had it's one of those things i could be convinced to pick up if people were interested in it hey tom go get it yeah something else for you if you have nintendo online service you have the at least you have the access to the free app to play the old games one of the old games that was dropped on there was star tropics that has come recently apparently this uh this game you're unable to complete the game without the actual manual from the original game oh is this like the old ultima where you needed to have the actual physical piece of paper that came with the game to even play the game or beat the game and to beat the game yes the old school this is okay so this is the old school so this copyright protection yeah so this game was released on the wii u eShop as well the way they got around it on the wii u eShop is they basically just put in into the game a picture of of the manual apparently there's a page in the manual that you have to get wet to get a code off of it or something and in the the eShop one they just superimposed it onto the screen to show you they didn't do that with this uh the one on the switch so if uh if you're playing star tropics and you want to know how to fucking beat the game because you need a code go online and look it up or here's your code it's 747 747 i don't know what the fuck that is i don't know where you need it but your your number is 747 have fun go figure it out and send us a comment and let me know what the fuck you had to do for that now i'm kind of curious if that game's any good or not or like how many people have been playing through and found that out i don't i don't know but go play it sammy let me know i might i might something here's something i fucking just learned my my space is still running yeah because justin timberlake brought it back yeah you you reminded me that someone bought it and it took us a minute and i remember that justin timberlake bought it i didn't realize it was still fucking running though apparently they uh they migrated servers and lost 12 years worth of music uploads yeah that's that's crazy i was still more surprised that MySpace was still running <laughs> yeah no i can see i'm yeah i'm thinking about it from the fucking technical aspect like did you did you do a v motion on that and like did you not have any backups of the host that you v motioned and i'm assuming you had it on a vm because if you didn't have it on a vm like what the fuck were you doing myspace but then again you are like this archetype fucking social media that's aged now so who knows you might have been running on physical servers you know i feel like we need to go create a myspace account for the channel <laughs> Two. This is Geeks with Issue G33KS with Issues. And you can find us at MySpace.com. Make sure that you listen to our profile so can, music. Yeah, so you can we can put profile music on there. We can create our own fucking uh URL. Oh yeah, dude. I, I know so much more HTML now than I did in high school. You can create your own backgrounds and oh, shit. Yeah. I, I'm gonna fucking customize the shit out of that page. Get like a, a viewer counts and viewer average times and i'll get everything from their session data (laughs) give me all your cookies (laughs) yeah that's everything i got in the news corner we had our ups and downs we've made it through we've gotten to the end of that and this is where you find out that you can send us emails at geekswithissues at gmail.com that's g33ks with issues you could also go ahead and find us on facebook at geeks with issues 
you can go on to whatever podcasting uh apparatus you like to use whether it's google Podcasts or itunes or whatever uh and you can share us with your friends but if you go onto itunes and you rate us we will happily read that rating we can use as many five-star reviews as you guys want to give or even want stars to let everybody know not to listen to us yeah. either way we'll take it and with that we'll talk to you next week bye